Hello and welcome to Game Chat, the video game book club on the internet. This week we are talking about The Artful Escape. This game was released September 19th, or excuse me, September 9th of 2021. It is developed by Beethoven and Dinosaur and is published by Annapurna Interactive. A teenage guitar prodigy sets out on a psychedelic journey to inspire his stage persona and confront the legacy of a dead folk legend. Starring performances by Michael Johnston, Carolyn Kinley, Lena Headley, excuse me, Lena Hetty, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, and Carl Weathers. Uh, podcast listeners, every week that we're doing an episode, we like to have a question that lets you know a little bit more about us as podcasters, um, and we'd love to hear your answers to these questions as well. Uh, so for this week's question, um, they always have something to do with the game. Uh, in this game, um, our player character Francis is a nephew of Johnson Vendetti, who is definitely not Bob Dylan, um, but kind of Bob Dylan. So uh, for Six Degrees of Johnson Vendetti, then, uh, who is the most famous person that you're related to? Oh, Lord. Good Lord. Could be, could be uh, living or could be in your far past. Could be fairly famous or like locally famous. I mean, you do several streams, Frank, so you could call yourself famous. Face broadcast across the world weekly. Oh, God. Um... Hi, this is Franco, and I'm really sure, <laughs> other than my appearances on various streams and D&D campaigns, uh, <laughs> uh, good lord. Uh, yeah, I, 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 sorry. I, <laughs> sorry to say, I don't have anybody famous in my family. <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> Uh, mine is an in-law, so it's not technically my family. Uh, this is Madeline, um, and my sister's uncle-in-law is Patrick Warburton. Uh, no, that's right. So I got to meet him at her wedding. Um, that's really the most famous. Otherwise, like uh, apparently my like ancient, ancient, ancient grandfather in the like revolutionary war times was very very anti-england and was like the leading proponent of having horse tracks in the u.s race counterclockwise instead of clockwise because in england they race clockwise and we are very anti-british so counterclockwise for the, the colonies however you want to show your patriotism dude <laughs> so that's why in the u.s we race Counterclockwise. Or part of it anyway. Interesting. And we drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. I I don't know if he had anything to do with that, but I know at least for the horse racing. (laughs) Uh, This is Chris, and I'm trying to move my microphone away that my fan doesn't get picked up by my microphone, but that might be an impossibility at this point. That, you sound good to me. Okay. Well, I keep hearing it in my, my headphones, so. Really? Wow. Yeah. It could just be on my so I'll have to live with it. But uh I wish I could say Andrew Stanton from Pixar, but uh he is from a different family, but he Aww. he is from the 
town over from us. So that that's something. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could say Katie McKinnon, who you've seen on SNL, but again, completely different family. Um, because that would have been on my mother's side of the family. Um the only person that I believe that I'm uh I believe that I'm related to because our family is huge and vast, you know, living on an island where there was like only three families that had like 50 daughters each. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's obviously some, and, you know, being, uh, I think it was Irish Catholic, uh, and Italian too. So, you know, big back, families back in the twenties the and forties, you know, yeah. things kind of happened <laughs> back then. So, you know, everyone was kind of related on the island here. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain with about probably 85 to 90% certainty that, uh, our family is related to Mark Parisi, who is the artist of the uh, comic strip off the mark. Okay. Uh, who's been, he's been syndicated in a bunch of different, um, newspapers, uh, across the country. Um, it, his style is kind of similar to um like the far side where it's just like the one big panel type of thing mm -hmm. uh, so there's that but um in more recent news i guess um i i i there there's like no real relation but it's more of like 6 degrees of separation mm -hmm. um my sister is uh currently going out with john cena's cousin hey whoa and um he is actually I, I believe he's the one that like helped write john cena's theme song wow whoa so, um and she's actually going to john cena's wedding uh whoa! next That's crazy month, i believe so yeah so there's that. I haven't met John Cena yet, but I've met his cousin multiple times. So <laughs> it'll be in the works, right? Yeah. He'll come to her wedding. He's uh he's going to be hosting a show soon that's gonna be on TV. So keep a lookout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um contest uh game show type of thing mm -hmm. so Very cool. yay we know some famous people huzzah yeah. fortunately i don't think any of us have to impersonate those people <laughs> even better <laughs> even better uh so yeah um we'll start out with our crunchiest bits um what platforms did you play on this how did you feel about the the user interface controls, stuff like that? I played on the PC, Steam. Yeah, me too. Uh, Same. Worked well with the controller, so I don't know if anybody played using the keyboard and I don't know was keyboard and mouse 
How, how would you play this game on keyboard and mouse? That was interesting. I, I, I was going to, but then it's like, as soon as you uh, launch the game, it's like, this game is best played with a controller, and it's just like a full screen picture mm-hmm. picture of a controller. And it kind of like was waiting for you to plug in a controller. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll dig out my, <laughs> my GameStop generic Xbox controller and plug it in. I was rebellious and played with keyboard and mouse. Okay. And I, and I really had no problems at all. Um, I've played some games where they say that, you know, we really recommend controller and it was like unplayable without the joysticks. Uh, this one was not because it's just. Yeah. It's a pushing. game mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any issues with moving around, talking to people, everything seemed to go and do the way you want? I kept running past the uh, the action box. Oh, yeah. A few people. Easy to miss. Yeah. Well, it's like it would pop up and then I was like, I'd stop and I would like just run past it. So I'd have to go back yes. and run past it again. And I'm like, would you stop? Let's slow down. Stop running. Yeah, I did that a couple of times, too. Overall, I mean, I I really didn't have any any issues. Um, seemed pretty straightforward, even for playing on keyboard and mouse. All right. Um, so our game starts out in a tiny little town of Calypso, Colorado. Uh, Francis Vendetti is our character that we're playing as. He is set to do a tribute concert, I think, for his uncle, Johnson Vendetti, who passed away, it seems like, tragically in an accident. Um, And everybody is putting a lot of pressure on him to do that. And that is not really where he feels comfortable with his style. Um, How did you all feel basically watching kind of that the intro scene where he's standing on the cliff trying to play folk and then wails out some riffs immediately after. Well, relatable, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess at that point of the game, you're not sure because he's just a frustrated guitarist or it's not his style, you know. Um, so as you go along and play the game, you learn he's, you know, Pretty talented. It just, uh, it just, it's not fitting into that. Uh, those forced upon him uh, shoes, as they say. Yeah. Um, the strange girl in the strange outfit shows up and kind of gives him a pep talk and says, "You know, hey, stop trying to play folk. You're you're clearly not made to do it." Um. And does a little bit of foreshadowing, says, if you if you ever want to hang out again, um, look for me at Lightman's, which is not a place that Francis is familiar with. Um, he goes back to town. Uh, town was cute. That was a neat little, like, very vertical town <laughs> on the side of the mountain there. Yeah, kind of reminded me a bit of uh, Truber Brook. Yes. yes, I got some of that, too. Yeah, a mix of Trooper Book and um, Broken Age, in a way. 
Okay. Yeah, I can see. I, I don't know if I was getting broken age vibes because of the character design, like with the, like the kind of lanky, mm-hmm. uh, or not. But yeah, I was somehow feeling that for some reason. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, anything really worth mentioning in town? Thought the skiffle band was strangely threatening. I I, I kind of wish. Uh, like I, I kind of wish that they flush it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt it's it felt so so alive and uh, was it full of life? But that's just like what I just said. But it it just felt like there was so much more to the town, but you were barely there. Yeah. So I felt I felt this way in in a few different areas of this game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely hero town. Um, I did like how all of the buildings, like all the business names and stuff were like. Mildly disturbing. Um. Like, I feel like there was somebody who was, like, you know, disappearing, basically, like, making laws or, like, a law firm for people who are trying to disappear. Or, uh, yeah, I should have taken pictures, and I'm looking at my screenshots, and I didn't. Weird, weird stuff, but cute. Yeah, there was... Let me see if I can, if I took a screenshot of it. You can go on for it. I was going to say there was a lot of st- it, this game in general is just <sighs> quick and on the surface. You know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. it's just uh, you, you catch a lot of references and it's like quick and witty and it's like uh, okay, maybe you, you know you wanted to go a little bit more with that and a little bit more detail, but it's like uh, it, it just wants to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to comment on uh, when you stopped and talked to uh, Taj, I think it was, uh, mm-hmm. at the store. Mm-hmm. Those eggs were cheap, 75 cents for Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and milk was uh, 50 cents. I don't know if that's for a gallon or, wow. uh, or not, but even green apples were 35 cents a pound. I mean, Man, it's. I mean, it's not too bad here, but it's that's still pretty cheap. That's very cheap. Yeah. This was definitely thirty years ago. Yeah, I know. Yep. Um. All right. Um. Francis goes home. Uh, we see a little bit of his house and his room. Um. And compared to kind of the style of the rest of his house and then the style of his clothes, even, um, Francis's room is very different. Um, it is much more kind of what you would expect um, for for a young man his age. Uh, it's got posters of um, aliens and comic heroes and robots um, and some horror stuff uh, all over it. And he has plays some groovy music. All, all I could think was when I got climbed up into that room was 
it must have been a pain in the ass to get all of this stuff into this room. <laughs> His bunk bed and all that. Because yeah. up the ladder. <laughs> all he has is that attic ladder to get in and out of that room and to carry all that stuff up there. Must have just been a colossal pain. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so Francis goes to sleep. And something weird comes to town. Uh, what did you think the first time you saw uh, Zom? <laughs> I try to, at first, try to make sense of him. Yes. So, you know, it's like, uh, what's, you know, where does, you know, the neck bone connected to the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But after all, it was just like, oh, just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Listeners, if you haven't seen pictures or played this game, Hypnagogic Zum is our probably the best alien design, in my opinion. There's several great alien designs in this game. This is probably one of the better, most original, oh, yeah. I guess. A lot of them are riffs on each other in this game, as much biology is in our natural world. Um, but Zom is a brain with a, a big, long spinal nervous system in a jar. Uh, with like butterfly legs and kind of fluffy butterfly wings slash dress with a ruffle at the back. Kind of hard to tell. <laughs> and then what what appears to be like four eyeball things that are coming out of the brain too. Yes. <laughs> but they're white, so you're not quite sure if they're eyeballs or some sort of sensors. Yeah, antenna or what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Zom kind of wakes up, um, Francis and basically we, we have our call to adventure. It says, we want you to come and play on our ship. Um, and Francis makes it to Lightman's, which was a building that was closed during the daytime and then meets Lightman, um, who is a psychedelic rocker from space, but also human. Um, yes. And goes through this very strange warehouse, signs a contract, and then um, makes it out into kind of space. And we get our first um, session of the main kind of gameplay of the game. Um, we get like the side-scrolling very light platforming um, and just like awesome feelings that, that kind of come with those, those sections of the game. Um, how did you guys like that part? Oh yeah. started, to, you know, they kept it fairly simple, nothing, you know, and it was fairly painless to miss a jump or something or mm-hmm. you know, it was yeah. just, so you could just basically, it, borrow the musical term, just riff, just sort of like you know, mm-hmm. just do what you want. Yeah. Uh, make it you know, make it your own, make it feel good. Light so up. Thought, go ahead. Yeah, just light up the city as you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah made I damn made damn sure I lit up every building. <laughs> and you got an achievement for it too. Yeah. Light up the city. Uh huh. 
Yep. And then uh, get out onto the cosmic extraordinary. And so, yeah. I, I will say that uh, when you do go through Lightman's and everything before you go through the door, I, I love the sign that says to pass the sign is to French kiss death. Mm-hmm. And once I do get my 3D printer working, I'm definitely going to be making that sign. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> just amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, man, it's, it's full of those little quotes and little, uh, God, I, I gotta say Douglas Adams, you know, type, yes. uh-huh. you know, I didn't even know what the, what the correct term for the phrasing is. Not, you know, just oddly phrased things, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like once you, uh, once you pass that door and, uh, was it Cosmic Express? Cosmic Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Like once you go through there and then get to the lung and start going to these planets, it's like the whole time I just felt like I was in some like Beatles, Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, because it was just like one trip after the other. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, I did do a, those little segues when you were traveling to and from the, you know, either, you know, the first trip or the cosmic lung, you know, it's like mm-hmm. all the flash cuts and, you know. Yeah. I do love how the, um, well, I mean, getting ahead of myself once because we're still in the cosmic extraordinaire. Um, did you, did you get to name yourself anything fancy when you named yourself? This was, just, yeah. Something like, for you. This was the one thing that kind of like bothers me in, in these certain types of games where they give you the freedom to like name yourself, but then the people in the game refer to you by that name, but they're obviously not going to record like the people saying like all these random names that you could come uh-huh. up with. So, so they just like, when they come to the part part where you enter your own name, it's just a guitar riff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that they would just like give you an option to select a name at that point. Yeah. yeah I would like be a, totally fine with that. 10 or 12 or, you know, or maybe, you know, 10, 12, 16 names yeah. that you could pick from. And that's doable, you know? Because it's like, that just takes you out of the immersion of the game when... Yeah, like, every time they did it, it was like a side step. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It would have been nice. Um, yeah, I... It wasn't anything incredibly fancy, but it was... It was interesting, and we can talk about this more at the end, but it was interesting that the things that this game gave you as self-expression, like this and, you know, going shopping at the mall and then when you could, like, free play a little bit versus the pre-generated stuff that it wanted you to do. So, kind of interesting. Um, You name yourself and this... Cosmic being made of trees and oceans and clouds and biomass. Yeah, biomass. Um, 
throws you out uh, up to the cosmic lung, the lightmanship. Um, I really love the entrance room. I wish the rest of it looked like that, too. I mean, I don't mind the cruise ship aspect of the rest of it, but the entrance room is very cool. And if you're into, like, uh, the idea of, like, bioships as spaceships, things that are, like, massive creatures and things like that, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, if I had to... Yeah, I'm trying... I'm going through the the cosmic lung in my mind trying to see if I had a favorite room. Uh, Hmm. I think rea- reaction-wise, I think although the uh, the captain's quarters that that was pretty comfy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I I did like the uh, the alien guy at the coat check. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just love how like those alien guys. They all had like different accents. One had a Scottish one. The other like was British. Another one was just like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, at first, like the coat check guy was like, "Oh, let me check your coat." And then uh, Francis is just like, "Well, to me, it looks like you're selling them." And then he just closes the door, the <laughs> the rolling door on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continuing meme throughout the game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. I liked the uh, the control room where uh, Violetta was mostly. Mm-hmm. That was really neat. Yeah. Um, I and I don't know. And this kind of goes back to what Frank was talking about. It felt like there were some spots in the ship where they had set up and built things with the idea that they were going to be, you know, mini games, or I don't know what. Um, but then for whatever reason, it didn't get done. So there's a spot in Violetta's room where you can talk to that little like monkey alien thing on the wall. And it's like, Oh, just ignore me. Yeah. And that's like literally the only time you can even talk to him, but it looks like it's set up like an arcade game. (laughs) Uh, And then there's a a couple of different like mini stages that look like the places where you can like do the, the jump and slam your guitar into the ground. Um, There are a couple little like, mini platforms set up like that, different places on the ship. That's they're just there. They don't do anything. Um so I was like, I want there to be more. Yeah. I want there to be more. That's how um, I feel with the uh like the overall playing of like the guitar and everything. Mm-hmm. Um because it it felt a little a little bit like after party where with after party, yeah. like the whole premise was like drinking, but mm-hmm. drinking in that game was such an afterthought <laughs> mechanic that it was just like, what's the point of this game? If that's the main focus and you're not even using that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. with this game, it's like the stages that you're playing they're over so fast and it's like, no, I want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. And the, the playing itself isn't even like guitar hero or rock band or anything like that, where you're watching notes come up that you have to hit on a certain time. It's just like 
Can you remember these three notes to play correctly? Can you remember these five notes to play correctly? Yeah. All right, good. You're done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you're playing a Simon. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah, it's basically... And it was always, I mean, even throughout the whole game, it was always, I couldn't quite, I was always rushing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could never relax and settle into it. You got a lot of time to, when the, when the, the symbol lights up, you have a lot of time to hit the, <laughs> the symbol. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if, if this was the thing for all of them, but I noticed at the very end with the, um, Glamagorgon. Mm-hmm. Or Glamorgorg or whatever. Glamorgon. You could play the notes like as it was being shown to you. Yeah. <laughs> so which was way easier than yeah. like like if you're like me and you can't remember five notes. Yeah. Uh it's way easier to just do them as they're they're showing you the notes. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there was the the one with the uh the owl looking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the frozen lake there. I think it was the the second or third stage. Like I reset back to a checkpoint because I thought my the game was glitching on me because I got to the I did like the three or four notes and then I got to the 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 last part and I was hitting the button and like all the lights were coming out like the the yeah. lights were like registering that I was hitting the button but nothing was happening so I reset to the checkpoint played the whole thing over again got to that point and I was still doing that so then I failed it so I could get the sequence again and then I, I noticed that I wasn't seeing that you were supposed to hit the um, the X button and the, the trigger button uh, oh, yeah, there were a couple two key yeah combos. It's like I was completely not focusing on the X button at that point for whatever reason. So, yeah, it, it, sometimes I confused the side, you know, X and X and B. Yeah, because it was like it, like the way. Sometimes they moved. It was like a little slightly, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't in the spot you 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 expected it to be. Yeah, because it, it was weird to for your brain to match it up because you had the the three buttons in the normal controller layout, but then the trigger buttons were right on top of each other, so it made sense for the right trigger, uh, or the R one, however you want to say that, to hit that. But when I came to the the L one, like. I kept having trouble with my brain trying to remember that it's yeah. all the way on the left and not right there next to the, the Y. <laughs> mm. Yeah. They actually put them on like, yeah, a little wider. Yeah. So it might it help. Yeah. yeah I, I understand it's more of an aesthetic and it's, it'd be a lot more awkward to have like a full blown controller as like their faces. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But even still, like a lot of their faces, they tried to make them a little bit more organic and a little bit less. Yeah. This is the the exact same five shape as as, as like on your stage, and That's so it would be like offset just slightly. And I'm like, but is it the top one? Is it the bottom one? Is that actually the middle one? <laughs> yeah, the the shrimp was kind of difficult because um, 
like all three buttons were in a row mm-hmm. and the triggers were kind of like just directly on top. So, and mm-hmm. the, the shrimp was just like bouncing all around too. So that was like an added difficulty layer there. Yeah. Um, where is it? The, uh, the jazz club. Um, I really yeah. liked the jazz club. That was really cool, but that, that character was difficult to keep yeah. track of. Especially because yeah. it was dancing around while you're playing too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Violetta tells you you have to do three shows um, if you want to get back to Calypso. Too bad, so sad if that's going to be an issue. Uh, and so you get sent out to the snow planet. Uh, and you're once you get there, and she's like, Well, you have to talk to Star Gordon. Basically, to get back to the ship. Not only do you have to do three shows, you also have to find your own ride back. <laughs> Aha. Um, it was interesting as you like went through the forest. Like you passed different, I don't know, like interactive exhibits, basically about Lightman's. Oh, I'm sorry, about Lightman's past uh, as a musician. Um, which is an interesting in-world thing, but also like a kind of clever way to just do exposition as like, Oh, you're going through this, you know, Disney, Disney world ride. (laughs) It's going to just tell you about all this stuff. Yeah. It's happened. Um, and you talk to star Gordon's agent, who I think is the owlbear thing. Um, do your first kind of like follow the, follow the prompts. Um, play your three three to five notes, uh, and then there's sky whales, which is part where I took the most screenshots in the game. And like, I didn't move at all. Uh, I was just watching the sky whales just keep going by because I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then the music looped, and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be moving. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That was great. Ah, uh, and then Star Gordon's ride and Star Gordon themselves himself. What do you think of that? It was interesting. Uh, well, I was, I was talking to Madeline before. Uh, Star Gordon was the one with the midnight uh, whistle, right? Mm-hmm. So it's my fan fiction theory that the that's the. Uh, Video gamers uh, tribute to two uh, music shows from the seventies. I don't know if you know know him, Chris. Uh, the Midnight Special and the Old Gray Whistle Test. I've heard of were... Midnight Special. I haven't heard of the other one. Yeah, the Old Gray Whistle Test. I think was a British uh, music show. Okay. Or maybe uh, hold on, maybe Southern, like in Texas or Memphis or something. But yeah, it, because I I just flashed on that because of the the font used for the the midnight whistle it was like the midnight special font for the sign for the midnight special. Okay. So it was just like like I automatically flashed to that. It's like oh my god, they're doing. The... <laughs> but I didn't realize yeah. that I think your answers were what became your like your sort of your mantra later in the game. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 
Yes. Did I did I remember that right? Yeah. I am the intergalactic wanderer. I think was one of mine, and uh, you know I forget what you know they they, they said it a lot, but I, I I I can't you know verbatim say what it was. Oh, um, it was. It was you, go ahead. Is this where you picked your uh, like your home planet? Yeah, mm-hmm. mine was Candy something. Yeah, I did too. I wanted to do um, the uh, uh, that that street address. Mm-hmm. But that's what I did. Like, I, I was just like that. That's just that's just too out there for me. Right now. <laughs> but this this is where I started to feel like I don't know that this game is going in two different directions. Um, because. And I get that the part of it is the music scene that it's also emulating as well. Um, but part of it's like, Francis Vendetti, you need to be true to yourself and stop trying to be, you know, something that you're not. But then it's also like, hey, completely invent a backstory and a name for yourself and just be a stage persona instead. <laughs> like, I don't, I feel like that's also not really the right way to go about this, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what you end up, you know, later on in the game. That's it becomes your persona. You you fully mm-hmm. sort of do a David Bowie and sort of like reinvent yourself. Yeah. It it just felt a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Um and it was weird because they kept like the whole French kissing death and then like Know, interview with Star Gordon if you feel safe doing that. Uh, and they kept like foreshadowing creepy bad things yeah. happening. And yeah. I was like, if I don't pick the right options, is something bad going to happen? Or like, if I play this, like, I haven't had consequences from when I mess up playing my guitar previously. So if I mess up now, is something bad, nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> and like, stop promising me creepy things and not delivering. Like, I'm. I want this now. You told me it was going to be here. Yeah, it took. I was going to. I'm going to say it took a, maybe up until this point in the game. You're, I was still in this slightly nervous gamer kind of mode where I'm not quite sure where we're going with this. You know, like and you said, like negative ramifications or anything going to like get bite me in the butt later on stuff. You know, but I think pretty much after this and um, a little bit farther in, you sort of like relax and say, man, there's not too much to this. You know, there's nothing disastrous mm-hmm. to this game. You're, it's just and sit back and have fun, you know, mm-hmm. and enjoy the, I mean, between the banter and some of the, you know, the responses and the, the you know, it was the little moments in this game with with all the char- the side characters, the little characters on the ship, and some some of the characters you meet on you know on your sh- on your side scrolling uh, mm-hmm. with their comments and stuff. It was just it was really I thought really well done with the with the comments. Yeah, they had a lot of a lot of good dialogue in here. Um. So yeah, you survived Star Gordon's interview. With no issues, even though he threatened to let people eat you. Um, and then you go and play 
music with the heliodrum, which initially I thought was the glamour yeah, Megan I mean, thing. Um, but nope, that's, that's the heliodrum. Uh, and then it's like, well, I can broadcast you out, you know, across all of all of, you know, the known universe. And Francis is like, but then everyone in Calypso would also see, so no. Uh, so he goes back to the Cosmic Lung. Everybody's mad at him for saying no. Mostly Violetta's mad because she wants to show off her lasers, but then is ashamed about showing off her lasers. A little bit of confusion there as well. Violetta's always confused for some reason. So it's like- yes. <laughs> Conflicted is yes. the best word for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all uh, the for all the gr- growing up, she's encouraging encouraging us to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, she, well, you could use a little yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um. Yep. So then, uh, Lightman is playing in the main stage. Um, big projected, big, massive, in the main That's stage, cool. and. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Your stuff is playing in the bar, um, which was also pretty cool, honestly, because uh, you walk and by. Me. Yeah. You walk by and people are saying nice things about you. Yeah. Uh, that was a good feeling. And then you get sent to your next destination. Uh, and Violet is like, hey, you're actually stranded this time. I have no idea how you're going to get back to the ship. Enjoy! Um, this is kind of a pretty world. I mean, they're all pretty. Oh, yeah. This like, was, I mean, we'll just, go ahead. Was this the cafe one, or was this the... I'm trying to remember. This is one where it starts out like uh, almost Jungles. like a, a hot springs. Yeah. Um, and then you go underneath the city. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you get on the boat, and then you go to the really weird glimmer city. Yeah. And yeah, you meet the the weird lady and jump on her ship. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Sort of very Sar- Dar- uh, Sergeant Pepper. Yes. Vibe on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love what's his name. The, uh, heavy, the heavy metal guy. Yeah, the little uh, weird animal dude. Disappointed! Yes. Deer there. <laughs> so this looks, forgive me listeners, but this looks like like a dildo deer or something. Like, I don't yeah. know I don't know how to better describe this thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's four legs added in a lot of column shapes on yes. top of the body. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very wild. Oh, I see. Okay, now I, I did take a picture of that shirt. That's the outfit you ended up with? This is his outfit, yes. All right, let me post mine. I might as well get mine up there. Okay, even the um, that fish krill, wonder krill mm-hmm. was questionable, too. It was weird. It spoke in third person, so that was definitely I'm, weird. I'm fairly certain that... Uh, it was supposed to be a fish with a like microphone type of attachment. That's what it yeah. looks like. And I, just, I couldn't make up what, what side was the top and what side was the bottom. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, 
I, I, I had a hard time looking at it because it was, it was very phallic looking too. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like the pants. Ooh, and the hair. Very nice. Uh, I didn't take a picture of mine. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so once you, yeah, once you get through the little desert area, you go through um, the jazz club, Lumiere Valente, which is cool. Really like that. Um, and then you get on the Rubicola, this flying ship, um, and you get to go diving in this lady's closet, which is basically a mall. And get fancy clothes and hair and all kinds of fanciness for your stage getup. Like everything. Gloves, yeah. shoes, socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, guitar style. I went with like a Les Paul look. Mm, nice. The one thing that kind of bothered me though is like on the, the bottom floor it's all like different clothes and you spend all this time like customizing it and everything. And then you go on the second floor and you go into one shop and it's all like body suits. I know. I was like, yeah, why reset it with all that? Yeah. yeah. I just put all this stuff on. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I didn't even, I, when I saw the body says, like, no, nah, I've worked too hard on my outfit, color yeah. coordinating and everything. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Very nice. Um, so part of the reason you get all this fancy get up is because the lady on the boat says that in the city of glimmer, they have very strict, ideas about fashion and uh they're probably not gonna let you in just as you are in your baseman get up um so they probably still won't let you in in your fancy clothes from her closet but you might have a little bit more of a chance uh you get into glimmer and they hate you uh they don't care that you have a ticket uh those two guards were great yeah yes what is it? Yeah. What was the color? Uh, something gold banana or something gold? Something coffee gold. gold 22, but it needs to be coffee gold 23C. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No admission. Try again. Uh, so it was at this point in the game where I was just like, I, I just need to be like a force for amazingness punk. So yeah. just run all over the city and play music and yeah, uh, upset the whoever their uh, chief editor was who was following you around yelling at you, telling you to stop being fabulous. Right. Uh, Go ahead. I had the hardest time on those stupid little half-circle platform things trying to jump across that big gap there. This is is where I first realized something I probably should have been doing all the time, that when you're jumping and then you hit a guitar thing at the top of your jump, you like get a little bit higher and farther. Yeah. Get a boost. And so that was what I had to do to get past those, but they still took a long time. I was doing that too. And I was missing it. And then I was making it. And then I would over jump on the platform. Yes. Well, at least, yeah, that happened to be a lot. And it's like, this game is like, Oh, okay. Just go back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it. And it, it. It actually encourages you to try to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, let me see if I can, you know. You know, and, you know, the second, I guess the, the, the last two thirds of the game, 
it's like you're you I'm really trying to nail those landing pads, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, the, the guitar thing where you come down with it and get the big splash pyrotechnic oh no, you know, yeah, the tri- uh, Y or triangle button. You know, you get the big splash with the uh that was with the pyrotechnics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yep. You get through the city and then uh, make it to the warp turtle who is like, I've been waiting for you forever, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then you're in a race uh, on the warp, tur- warp turtle who's quite fast, uh, still against the the main editor and his floating sky creature, something. Yeah, huge. Um, whatever. The thing is <laughs> freaking huge. Yeah. Has the symbols on it and so you play another Follow the leader with that and race faster through the power of music and go through the warp gate back onto the cosmic lung. Where, congrats, you're the captain now. Uh, yeah. Because they decided that they liked your music better than Lightman's. Because you were getting higher ratings. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Although it was really cool to see uh, Francis on the big stage. Yeah, it was uh, I should have taken it. Although it was kind of glitchy when you I took try to take a screen cap sometimes, so it was like uh, I didn't. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. like that was the best when you did all this work yeah. on your character. And there, there it is on the huge uh, Austrian concert hall screen. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> What's his face stole? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just put a cardboard one in, and they never noticed. <laughs> It was a great payoff. Yeah. Uh Lightman is all sad and, and, and bummed out, understandably, but he's trying to put a good face on it, kind of. And he's like, I'm gonna go open for you at this last stage, okay? Uh and you're like, Yeah, whatever. Uh and then there's this big alert noise on the ship. It's like Danger level dolphin, you are now entering the Hyperion whale zone. Yep. Def- Prepare definitely. to meet the glamour god. Hey, Douglas Adams. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the dolphins, the most uh, dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> are vicious. Was it dangerous or vicious? Uh... Vicious, I think. Yeah. The most vicious creatures in the known universe. Yes. <laughs> Which there's a lot of like winks, nods, and borderline copyright stuff mm-hmm. in, in this game. I mean, I mean, I'll say it now is that it's the battle of like how uh, you know the guy, the the writers, producers of Bill and Ted did not get all over this game. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Yep. Uh, so. Violetta and um, Zom are like, okay, you have to go and save Lightman because he doesn't have the traps to make it against the Glamour Gun again. And uh, if we can't, like, if you can't entertain the Glamour Gun, you can't leave the Hyperion Whale Zone. We're just going to all die here. Yeah. And he's going to get, like, vaporized or something. Yeah. So go fix it, maybe. Um, so they send you to the, the jungle world, um, which was just like all party all the time, which is a lot of fun. Um, and even when you go, you go down into the, 
the little cave part where like you have to be quiet and not wake up the monster. And I was like, well, obviously I have to go wake up the monster. I kind of, I don't know. I was expecting, I guess, that there'd be a little bit more to that. But it was just like, play music and then write on their head and impress the tastemaker. <laughs> All right. Um, the radio interview I thought was a little bit weird because like a lot of the answers I felt like were very like like borderline assholey or or just like it was very like self obsessed exactly like, it was sort of like the ugh. the classic you know eighty well not even eighties I wouldn't even restrict it to just the eighties uh, the very classic rock and roller. You know, I'm, you know, my crap doesn't stink kind of mm-hmm. answers, you know. Yeah. Where you just make up outrageous stuff, you know, just because everybody, you know, at that point, in, you know, when you get reached that level of stardom, everybody's just like, you know, you can do no wrong, you know. So you could, you, and that's what, you know, you see what happens is people, you know, sort of like, well, let me just push this to see how far I can push this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it felt like. Um yeah, you ride Floyd up to the tastemaker. We've met the tastemaker before. It's that biomass lady god thing from yeah. the beginning. <laughs> yep. Uh and she's like, I mean you're pretty cool, but you're related to what's his face Vendetti, so you can't play here. Which is a sort of a big reveal that he's played here, you know? Yes. Um, and that, like, it sounded like in the game that Johnson Vendetti died because of an accident? Or like a car accident or something? And I was think, like, I, yeah, I don't forget the little Dolore. I forget at the very beginning what they said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did he die? from the, Like, did the Glamorgon kill him instead? Like, did he die out here instead? <laughs> I I kind of like they said you know I, well they really didn't lay it out but he he played with Lightman so it's mm-hmm. like was there insinuation that who was whose opening act was actually you know or did they play as a duo you know I wish they would have given a little bit more on that mm-hmm. and I also didn't really like that it it kind of like poo pooed folk music is like not worthy of Glamorgon. Yeah. Like, clearly this game is going for a certain taste, and folk music is not that. But like, yeah. to say that like, you, there's folk music in your blood somewhere, so you, you like, all music is good in its in its purest forms, right? Yeah. Don't there's a reason folk music. <laughs> there's, there's a reason that Basket Robbins makes so many flavors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And so despite the folk music in his blood, through the power of rock and roll, um, Francis busts down the door to the Glamorgan stage anyway and plays his, plays his set. And the Glamorgan is absolutely enthralled, but apparently not with his playing, uh, with... Lights. Violetta's lasers. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, they were cool. Yeah. Although I lo- I enjoyed that that part. You know, it was built. You know, as you go through the game, it, you know, every stage it builds a little bit more on each. You know, little getting you ready to do this. You know, mm-hmm. going side to side and going. You know, getting a little bit more difficult as you as you as you go. So. I honestly was a little bit disappointed with the Glamour Guns set. Like, I, I kind of wanted I, I wanted there to be more, and it felt like it was just more of the same yeah. Yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, so I was a little, bit, a little bit bummed about that. Uh, but, yeah, you, you've entertained the Glamour Gun. You're not going to be stuck in the whale zone. You're definitely not going to be vaporized. Um, Lightman has stuck his foot right in it, uh, and so he's walking home. Um, but he is at least getting to go home. Um, and you go back to Calypso, and you've missed you've missed the concert, but you're going to go to the after show and 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 play your rock and roll. And wow, um, which I don't think you, you don't actually get to play there, right? You you just sort of like I mean, it's, it's a cutscene. I right? held I held the button. Just to okay. be sure, like, because I was like, if I don't do anything, then, then they're going to be yelling. Like, what if I don't do anything? I have to do something for Francis. I imagine, though, like, if you don't, that it still plays because it's, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to not and then let down Francis at the very, at the most important moment. <laughs> yeah, it does. What's his name? Ronnie or something makes you cap. What the hell are you wearing? Yeah, the the stage manager who like yeah. killed somebody in Boulder or whatever by, yeah. by punching them. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks like he could benefit from a little bit more folk music in his life, honestly. Sure. Yeah, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah. So yeah, that's that's the game. Um, let's talk before we get into scoring. I guess let's go just go ahead and do our final thoughts, kind of freeform. Do you feel like this game did what it set out to do? Do you feel like it delivered on the promises that it gave us? Um, what did you really like? Is there stuff you would want to see more of or less of? See, that's what I'm kind of confused about. With what was this game setting out to do? Um, First of all, like they never really properly explained what happened with uh, Francis's uncle. Mm-hmm. Like he played with uh, Lightman with the uh, in front of the Glamragon, but it's like okay, they clearly entertained the Glamragon, but then what did his uncle just go back to? planet and become a famous folk singer and then die at, at that point or like, did he fake his death on the planet yeah. so that he could go tour yeah. galactically <laughs> yeah and it's like is that what happened or because that was never really explained and then the whole other thing too was that um francis is now captain of the galactic lung Mm-hmm. But Violetta dropped him back off at his home planet. 
So it was like, was that just to like play the after party and then she's going to come and pick him back up and then he's going to go off and be a <laughs> be an intergalactic station <laughs> or like these are all questions that were just like not answered at all or is Violetta just going to go and, and go back and pick up Lightman and Lightman is just going to go reass Right. It's gonna go play at casinos from here on out. Like, and, like become captain again of the the just like mutiny and take over the <laughs> my ship. Yeah, but it's like that's the other thing too. It's like I feel like the character development in the game was just so quick and uh, it didn't really have the meat, the 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 impact that I think they were trying to go for. Yeah, right. I agree with that. Everything else for final thoughts. Sorry, you cut out. I said I was just gonna. I'll save everything else for when we do our actual final. Okay. Um, it felt like, like I said earlier, it felt like that this game was originally supposed to be broader. They were supposed to be more, and then they narrowed it down. I don't know if that was for time or budgetary constraints, you know, workload, whatever. Um, I think what they have here is decently solid, but I can still see kind of the gaps where there was supposed to be maybe a little bit something more. Yeah, it's that weird. just wasn't there. Annapurna is publishing it, so you'd think that they would have been able to have, like, floated them some more money to help polish it off some more if, if indeed there was more to this game that they were planning mm-hmm. yeah was it was this game i didn't check uh was this game on the switch because it's it, uh, after i finished the game and i was getting ready for it i was like this would have been a perfect game for the switch yeah mm-hmm. you know Simple, you know, sort of like you know, you didn't have to really think hard about this game. No, no. even Xbox. Yeah. yeah, it would have been. It's a missed opportunity. It would have been a perfect game for the the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll kick it off. I'll say it, it's, and uh, you know, the common th- theme. I guess everybody would the the, the analogy we came up with was. This is sort of like a cotton candy game. It's they did it's it on the switch. Hmm. They did release it on the switch. Oh, cool, oh. cool. Well, they just don't have it listed on their website. Yeah, they uh, on Annapurna Interactive site they have it on uh, Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, because it's yeah right up right up that alley. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This game is sort of just like yeah, like Chris said. I mean, I think. I don't know if they set out for it to be this light. Uh, I think it has a lot of like good moments. Nothing really, you know, but nothing big or involved or intricate going on with it. You know, it's like there's a lot of cool references, a lot of cool dialogue. Uh, it was just light, like candy, God candy, light, airy, tasty, but. You know, it's not going to fill you. You know, it's not very filling or satisfying a game. You know, there's no kind of like, 
you're sort of just doing the same thing over and over and over music, you know, with the controller, with the jumping and the leaping and the, and you're just mm -hmm. having fun with it. It's not too serious, but, uh, it might've benefited from having maybe modes where, you know, you could play in a little harder mode where, you know, uh, either or scoring or you have to get so many, so much right. Mm -hmm. Or, or like with the platforming, you know, um, <laughs> I hate to say like Mario, you know, have to pick up things, you know, yep. uh, to get a certain score to pr progress on, you know, or something like that. So, but yeah, it, it, I don't know exactly how it ended up in this state, but it, I mean, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot for what it was. You know, I, I push sort of more kind of relax. Like I said, two thirds of the way, just relaxed and said, oh, this is just. This is just fun, a little bauble, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the artwork. Sounded great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mostly those two things. And that's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and score this. Um, I'll go ahead and just give it an eight. Um, I, I feel like anything i'm gonna say we've already said but yeah gorgeous sounds really pretty um if you like you know psychedelic rock um but not not a whole lot further beyond that so if you're down for that this is for you yeah um the the, the visuals of this game just get an 11 oh yeah yeah like it was just it's such a beautiful aesthetically pleasing game i think the but problem is i think they spent too much on the visuals and really not a lot and not enough on everything else <laughs> like the the story and the the, the writing was fantastic and and all that stuff but it just it it left you wanting more like the the whole music component i i every time it was over it's like i still wanted more like there wasn't enough of that in the game um uh, cuz it, it felt like i was playing more of a a, a runner game than anything else yeah uh, yeah with this um and like i said before i i feel like the the whole character development and like self-discovery and and all that stuff was just very shallow because it, it you didn't really see it happening it was just something that was just forced along to progress um so that was a kind of a, another little disappointment there um yeah it was just I I played it all last night. Mm -hmm. I wanted like I started it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna like play a little bit today and then I'll finish it tomorrow before the chat. But I was like, okay, I I I'm, I'm still not satisfied yet. I I want to play a little bit more. I played another hour and like, okay, I still not like I I feel like I'm pretty much like getting close to the end so i might as well just finish it all and, and i did and i was still yet like yeah i just wanted more <laughs> i wanted yeah. an encore um but 
yeah, it was. It, I enjoyed it for what I got, and it it did feel like there was some aspects missing, and and I don't know. It was weird that, yeah, that just uh, there there that there wasn't enough. Um, I will say that there was a dog in the game. Yes. And you could pet the dog. Yes. <laughs> there was a cat in the game. And the cat yelled at you if you even attempted to think about touching it. So um, so that just goes to show you that dogs are a lot better than cats. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> the laws of video games. But um, yeah, like I was going back and forth and like... I wanted to give it like a nine, but with all the, with all the, I don't want to say issues, but with the, the lack of, of more, (laughs) um, I'd knock it down to an eight, but because of the dog, I'd have to give it a, a little bit more. So I would say an 8.5. All righty. Yeah. Put me in for an eight and a half as well. Eight and a half as well. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for our discussion of The Artful Escape. Uh, next week is going to start our playthrough of Outer Wilds. It's going to be a long game. I think we have six weeks devoted to it on our calendar. Um, uh, Outer game. Yeah. Outer Wilds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Outer Wilds was released on May 28th of 2019. It is developed by Mobius Digital and is also published by Annapurna Interactive. We should have just called this the year of Annapurna, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little short description of the game. I tried to find the one with the least spoilers possible, but I still feel like there's spoilers in here, so plug yours if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Uh, you're the newest member of Outer Wilds Ventures, a fledgling space program searching for answers in a strange, constantly changing solar system. Who built the ruins on the moon? What lurks in the heart of dark bramble? Why are you trapped in a time loop and can it be stopped? To solve these mysteries, you'll have to venture into the most dangerous reaches of space. Uh, this is an open world um, adventure game. Uh, so going to be difficult for us to say you know play to x point and then stop um so i think at least the plan as far as i remember uh, when we discussed it is to just play for the first little bit and discuss and then not record again until the end and then discuss big we may still meet up in our discord to chat about it because it's a cool game um so your stopping point for next week is to complete one loop um, and if you want to keep playing past that, you can, but that would be all we would plan to discuss um, for next week. If you want more game chat, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Stitcher, and Google Play under the game chat for all past and current shows. Keep up to date with what's going on by following us on Twitter at the underscore game underscore chat, Instagram at the game chat, search for us on Facebook under game chat. Leave us a review or question or topic for our current game on the show also give us your answers to our questions for the week because then we can guess your passwords too not just you guessing ours email us at chat with us at the game chat.net um send us pictures of dogs at not enough dogs at the game chat.net 
Come back next week and we are chatting about Outer Wilds. So until then, thank you for listening and we will chat at you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks.